for joining us today. Uh, my name is Renee Donaldson, CEO of eCorrect, and we're here for our Solar and Storage Today podcast. And I'd like to I'd like to start by saying that I'm going to try something a little bit different today. Um, we started our podcast about a year ago, and uh, and it's been going really well. Uh, but I'd really like to have uh, another another level where people get to really get to know uh, not only our company, Ecodirect, uh, but also get to know more about our manufacturers. And today we've got uh, my friend, Boli, CEO of Indoor Energy. So welcome on. Thank you, Renee. Uh, thanks for having me. Hi, you're most welcome. And uh, I'm going to be honest, I was actually really excited uh, to meet with you today, uh, not only uh, just to uh, talk with you about what's new and happening in uh, energy storage, but uh, really, you have such an interesting background. And uh, you've been in the industry for a really long time. And I think a lot of our listeners would be really interested to get to know more about you. Thank you so much, uh, Rini. I can, you know, I can uh, introduce myself a little bit. Um, so I, my background is a semiconductor. So, um, after graduate school, uh, in 2000, year 2000, so I transitioned to Silicon Valley, started my career in Silicon Valley as a uh, process engineer in semiconductor industry. And then in 2005, as I, I realized solar industry is, um, growing very big. So therefore, in 2005, I switched my career from semiconductor industry to solar industry. So I started my career with uh, SunPower. Stayed there for six years as an engineering manager working on solar cell, solar module. Um, I was very, very fortunate to work with uh, pioneers like Dick Swanson, you know, Bill Mulligan, you know, Tom Warner. You know, all those guys are people even today I'm looking up to. And so they develop, develop the highest efficiency solar cell, solar panel in this industry and i was very fortunate to be part of the team and i learned tons of stuff so within six years i learned solar cell solar module technology from uh, from molecule level all the way to from basically from top to the bottom and so it's a it's a great experience and then um uh in 2011 i joined another company memc san edison and renee you probably know this company because you have been in the industry for so long and then uh, once again, I was so fortunate to be able to work with um, pioneers um, like, um, you know, Amata Tequila. Uh, so he gave me uh, tons of opportunities within the company. So I became, uh, transitioned myself from a pure technologist to a uh, uh, to somebody who is managing a business unit, cell you know, solar cell manufacturer, solar module manufacturer, and, um, you know, operations, supply chains, and technologies. So I became the general manager for solar cell business unit within the, within the organization. I learned tons of stuff. So we are the first one who is able to uh, manage gigawatt level of project in the industry. In a, in, you know, you probably remember, Renee, back in 2010, 2011, uh, everybody is talking about uh, megawatt level nobody is talking about even even think about gigawatt level yeah, even though gigawatt level project today is a norm right but at the time 10 years ago um it is um, nobody's even thinking about the gigawatt level but we are the first one so i get a chance to learn this all of those gigawatt level scale very large scale and then we do this across the globe from asia malaysia for example malaysia china taiwan korea japan and, and then uh, we move the uh, product across the globe from Asia to Europe, to America, to South America. So we we, we um, you know accumulated the tons of knowledge on in this area, 
And then <clears throat> moving on, um, and then um, so most of my um career is in solar um early days, and then uh, most of my customers are in the states, and so therefore, uh, gradually, in uh, say around the 2018, 2019, 2020, so many customers started to ask us, they say, hey, Bo, you know, solar industry is getting mature, solar cell, solar module technology is getting mature. And uh, as a result, they have a huge impact on the grid. So we need to have a storage technology. And how can we do this? What can we do to make sure battery storage is, is matching the solar you know, scale and in terms of technology as well. So this is where we started to uh, looking into uh, battery storage. And then uh, we started with uh, <clears throat> battery storage storage from the from the utility scale. And back in 2020, and then so we are working with, we are very fortunate, by the way, we are very fortunate to work with a very big developer. And then they gave us opportunities to work on pilot project. And then we started to realize um, battery storage is a great area to, uh, to work on, to match with, uh, to pair with solar and wind technology. So we can make sure this within the renewable energy industry, you know, these two things can push ahead and then can uh, eliminate all the bottlenecks. So therefore, so our company, Dual Energy, was founded uh, back in 2000, uh, 2020. And uh, in 2021, we closed our uh, Series A financing uh, so my former boss, uh, okay, so my mentor and my former boss, Amad Jatila. So he is the leading investors for our company. And together with a few other very, very world-renowned investors, uh, industry veterans. So they, they invited, invested into our company. So we re, remove, re, uh, rename, rebranded our company into, re, uh, into energy. And then we started to focus on residential and CNI, and ever since then, you know, the company uh, is going pretty well. And then we're teaming up with um, customers like uh, EcoDirect. I'm very fortunate, again, working with you and your team and, uh, you know, put something together for, for the industry. Yeah, absolutely. And you have, I mean, your background, just to, I kind of want to circle back a little bit because it's, uh, you, have a, you have a lot of experience. And do you think that uh, when you were working in the semiconductors and uh, really focusing on the solar panel cells, uh, I know you were working with Wanji, uh, one of the uh, largest solar cell manufacturers. Uh, and if it's if it's all right to ask, uh, you know, how many Wanji was providing solar cells uh, to multiple uh, module manufacturers and. You know, back in uh, 2013 and 2014, we had so many different module manufacturers that were coming to market. Uh, what percentage, if you had to just take a guess, or if you know, was uh, were using the Longi cells? Well, uh, talking about Longi, so let me let me just speak a little bit. Uh, so I know the founder and CEO, Mr. Lee, really well, not only professionally but also uh, personally. Uh, and I also know the team really well. Um, and then, um, so one of the things I had, I'm, I'm very, I was very fortunate enough is um, back in 2016 to 2019, I was working, we have a factory in uh, in China. So I went to China many, many times, almost once a month, stay there for a week or two or three weeks every, every time. So I got to know many, many um, entrepreneurs and um, many, many, you know, companies really well uh, established a very good network and then uh, 
in Long G is one of those. Um, and then uh, apparently they are very successful. They have been very successful uh, in the past. And uh, they even today, so they provide 45% of um, solar vapors to the whole industry. If, if you think about it, in 2022, the whole industry is like, um, you know, the manufacturing capacity is almost 300 gigawatt, right? Mm -hmm. So they provide 45% of solar vapors to the whole industry. It is just gigantic. And on the solar cell and solar... That's a lot. <laughs> it, it, is a, it is a lot. Uh, and then I don't really know if you know, I'm, I'm sure you know this. Three weeks ago, Longji made an announcement that um, they are going to establish a solar wafer factory in China, 100 gigawatt. Oh, wow. <laughs> We've come quite a long way then. <laughs> 100 gigawatt of solar wafer factory in China. And at the same same time, they also made an announcement they are going to make, and make another 50 gigawatt of solar cell factory. Wow, that's, it a, is that's just they have the volume, and so you know why you have to grow with the industry. Uh, do you it is just a mind that you know blogging is just so amazing. The scale is so is getting so big, and I was very fortunate enough. Um, um, uh, from two thousand twenty to two thousand twenty-two, uh, I was fortunate enough to to serve as um the advisor to the CEO for Longji, um, because um you know. I know Mr. Lee very well, and then he uh, is during pandemic, and he's not able to come over to the states. I'm not able to go to China, so he said, "Well, you know, he has something to, uh, he need help." So therefore, so I was serving as um, as officially serving as the advisor to the CEO for Longji for for over two years, and I I've been very fortunate fortunate enough to work with you know many many talents throughout the throughout the company. Kind of like the silver lining to uh, COVID, uh, having opportunities like that surface where, you know, they may, may not have as easily, you know, uh, before, but 45% uh, is a lot. Uh, you know, when you have, when you're looking at different module manufacturers, and I certainly want to get into the battery storage side of this, but I, sure. I think this is really interesting. Uh, you know, when you have different manufacturers and the different warranties and the different efficiencies, uh, how does, in your opinion, the manufacturing process differ from one to the other if uh, just about half, 45% are using the same uh, wafers uh, from, from the same manufacturer? Yeah, so <laughs> along the solar value chain, of course, you have polysilicon, you have wafers, ingate and wafer and cell and module. And then um, uh, Longji has been doing a great work who provide a foundation, very uniform uh, solar vapors to the industry. So therefore, eliminate one, at least eliminate one variable. Mm -hmm. But on top of those, um, for the cell manufacturer today, uh, there are various different solar cell technologies. And I'm sure, you know, Perk technology is the mainstream and Topcon is, is, is getting momentum. And HJT, HIT slash HJT is, uh, is also gain, gaining momentum, right? So very cell technology, very cell manufacturer, they have different cell technologies. And in even, even you know, within the same cell technology, the process uh, could be different. Uh, so therefore, um, you know, it is different. So, um, you know, you have to see whether this company has been in the industry for a while, what's their capabilities for R&D and engineering, et cetera, et cetera.
So the wafers are really the building blocks, but it's the manufacturer, the module manufacturers that take that uh, building block and then make it their own and uh, really provide a product and uh, warranty and service. Uh, that they Exactly. Can. Okay. Yeah, exactly. On the solar cell pilot, that's, that's on the solar cell part. On the module part is even so, because, um, you know, on the solar module part, it's not only involved with uh, solar module design and solar module manufacture. And, and most importantly, it also involved um, say bomb. If you choose a different bomb, it will impact your reliability significantly. So, and that's like uh, for like the module frame for just the support. So the wind load uh, and you know front load, is that kind of the on the mechanical side? Yeah, exactly. So on the mechanical side is the, uh, the module frame, it is the glass on the, say on the optical side, it is uh, encapsulant. It is the transparency of the encapsulant. It is the transparency of the glass. And what is your anti-reflection coating on the surface of the modules, right? So those are on the optical side. And on the electrical side, it is uh, the ribbon within the module. How do you interconnect all those uh, solar cells together? And what is the, you know, um, adhesion strength between the ribbon versus the paste on the surface of the solar cell? So all of those stuff is gonna have a huge impact. Yeah, you know, I was uh, I was doing a little research last night before our call today, and uh, I believe I came across some of your white papers. Uh, <laughs> it was uh, right, and they they were pretty technical. And uh, it's just good to know uh, the level of uh, insight and engineering that really is required to make these products, whether it's uh, you know on the solar module manufacturing side and the cells. Uh, uh, to the finished product, or even now the battery cells. And uh, I was curious uh, when I was taking a look at uh, your history and, uh, you know, again, just so much experience. Uh, it was really fascinating to me. What made you want to work for a battery manufacturer, not work for, but really start a battery manufacturing company, especially right now when there seems to be so much EES coming to the market, which is a great thing. Uh, we're all about solar and storage, of course. Uh, but I was curious, you know, that's uh, that's a big it's a big leap into something different. And you know, what made you make that decision? Yeah. So, like you said, um, so my background is engineering. Um, so we are all working on technologies, and so I'm proud to be a uh, engineer to develop many many different technologies. But at the end of the day. Um, you know, once you have your background, you can see the, the point, the, the, the goal or the mission we want to do is we want to fix issues. Mm -hmm. And then within the renewable energy industry, initially, we realized, say, 15 years ago, we realized the whole industry is in its infantry. So therefore, we want to spearhead to do something on the solar side, we want to push ahead. And then, fortunately, with all the policies from uh, you know, various countries, governments, and then with all the efforts from uh, industry pioneers like um, you know Sun Power, like Longji, like Sun Edison, right? So we are pushing ahead so that the, the society accept accepts solar, uh, solar cell, solar technology. And then apparently, so solar technology and the wind technology is moving ahead and then gaining momentum. The scale is getting big. And then all of a sudden we realize, okay, so now the bottleneck becomes storage. Mm -hmm. And then so as an engineer. Uh, or as an engineer slash entrepreneur, of course, it's very exciting when, whenever we see there's a gap. Whenever we see there's a gap, then we want to do something. And then it turns out battery technology and solar technology, you know, they are all in principle, 
they're very sim similar, even though it is different technology, but in principle, it's, it's all similar. It's, it's all very similar things. And, and so therefore, um, and especially when customers like you started to ask us and say, hey, Bo, um, solar technology is getting so much, too much, so well, and it started to impact the grid. And what can we do? And we understand that battery storage technology is coming, but we have no idea what it is. How can we do this? How can we bring something to the table so we can we can pair up with solar and wind and 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 push the renewable energy industry to the next level? So that's the that's the driving force. Yeah, the holistic energy approach. Uh, so people are wanting to have their solar on the roof, they're going to eventually get an EV car or they already have it, and they want the storage for both uh, their time of use offset and for backup power. So having that whole symbiotic uh, energy uh, home structure is is really important. And you know, when you when you mentioned seeing the gap uh, in things, I think uh, that's what really uh, I think sets that's what sets EcoDirect apart. Uh, is you know when uh, I first uh, started in 2011, uh, yeah, we were we were working with the Department of Transportation, and mm -hmm. we were selling uh, sort of just small off-grid lighting kits, and moved to telecom sites, so some larger uh, scale uh, off-grid uh, sites and applications, and. You know, we uh, I saw that there was just such a push for people to uh, want to take control themselves. They wanted to do the research. Uh, and uh, I myself, uh, I'm I'm not an engineer by the school uh, <laughs> sense uh, in a way uh, I I'm self-taught. And I just I was really interested in the technology and just seeing how you can pull together both the PV, the storage side and. Uh, you know, when everyone was doing a lot of grid tie, you know, back in 2013, probably 2017, 18 area, we still had a good solid group of, uh, of off-grid customers. And so when the market started to shift and started to blend those applications together, it was just such an exciting time. And uh, from the beginning, I always had uh, a strong emphasis on training our team, on making sure that they knew how to size and design storage systems, because I knew that's that's where the industry was heading. And uh, you know, you could you could just tell that you know over time the utility grid can only handle so much power. Yeah. So at the point where they reach their kind of their max capacity, which is pretty much now, <laughs> where uh, we have NEM3 uh, that's coming up uh, next month in April. And really, uh, the excess power generation from everyone that's gone solar is great. Uh, but when everyone's pushing power back to the grid at the same time, there where is that power going? So the utility is having to have those utility-scale storage centers. Uh, and they're pushing it back to the customers in a way because that takes a really long time to build. Uh, so there's a lot of planning and development. Uh, you know, you're looking at 18 months, uh, usually at least, for a utility-scale storage project to uh, go from the very beginning to finally commissioning and in, in operation. So uh, we help uh, we help customers and we inspire customers. And we the goal of this podcast and a lot of what we do as a company is to educate uh, with our homeowners, uh, consumers overall, and our installers on the proper way to size, design, implement these types of applications, because it is, it's not always just so cut and dry with energy storage. And 
And what I found is that you we you want to make sure that you're matching the customer's expectations. So you have to take the time to understand, you know, why are they adding storage? How do they do it? And how are they going to be using it? And make sure that aligns. But uh, I wanted to comment on that because seeing the gaps in where we are as an industry, even though now we're, we're like fully you know, maturing uh, together, which is great and just super exciting. It's game changing from where it was before. Uh, you know, that's uh, that's really what we're what we're aiming to do is is people can take the lead and do it themselves, uh, and they can work with an electrician, work with an installer to install the uh, the battery system. And generally, that's that's what the majority of our customers do. Uh, mm-hmm. By trade, they're general contractors, engineers, uh, electricians themselves. And while they might not have installed solar uh, before, with some guidance from companies like EcoDirect, where we do the sizing design, permit plans for them, uh, they really feel empowered that they can take that project on and they're confident that they can install it. And it's helping facilitate the clean energy adoption and just making that even go faster. So it's uh, it's it's great to be a part of it. And uh, with Endure, uh, we recently started working working together, and I'm really excited about that. You have so many uh, different options that are going to be that are scalable, and uh, uh, I'd like to talk about that a little bit more actually now too. Uh, you know, in your opinion, you have so much, um, you know, so many people and so many manufacturers in the industry. Uh, where, who do you think Endure? Who should be looking at Endure? Is it uh, more for you know the people that want to do time of use? Is it for off-grid systems? Is it for both? Like, who would you like to see installing these systems on a regular basis? And who do you think it's the best fit for? Yeah, you know our battery is pretty versatile, and, and then uh, so we design this battery battery pack in a way that we can help customers to do to achieve basically you know the the, the things you just mentioned. Whether it's a uh, time of use or arbitrage or, you know, frequency, even frequency modulations, all of those stuff. So uh, we can we can do this. Um, and then you know personally, I can tell you many many stories. Personally, um, for energy, say for energy, uh, um, resiliency, uh, for example, uh, is perfect. Um, I can tell you many stories. For example, two years ago, last year, including the last year. Uh, in the Bay Area, where a uh, where my home is, and um, you know, it's in pandemic during pandemic, so a lot of students they are doing long distance learning, mm-hmm. and then uh, you know, people is working from home, and and students is doing long distance learning from home, and um, many times in you know, PG and E is a very good company, but the thing is, um, in summer times in 2021, 2022, we had a uh, several outage, power outage. Uh, outages and then you know for a working adult it's probably okay if uh, there's a power outage and you know we can take a take the time off and just relax a little bit for the kids when they are doing the testing when they are doing the learning and all of a sudden the power is off they are screaming and when when the kids started to scream as a parent you know your blood pressure is going up immediately yeah, that, right. Yeah, no, that, and, and, and then my neighbors, there are many, many parents, they just 
say, hey, I wish I have something, you know, have a batteries so I can continue to power my home. So therefore, I don't have to, uh, so my kids can continue the test or continue the study. I've heard this all the time, uh, many, many times, many, many parents. And so therefore, that's another driver for us to, to really say, hey, we have to work hard and, and to do something to help these people. I, it is really important. Uh, you know, I similarly last year, I think it was in September here, uh, there was an amber, it's amber sounding uh, alert that came through my phone saying, you know, curb your energy usage. If you don't need it on, turn it off. Uh, because right now we're at max capacity. And that was in September of last year. So I'm I'm looking at the roadmap for electric vehicles in the state of California and thinking, you know, how how's that going to happen if uh, <laughs> let's we get you know more people uh, quickly adopting solar and storage uh, because it is symbiotic and when you rely strictly on the grid to be your your battery so to speak because you're pushing power from it you're pulling power from it to meet your load mm -hmm. demand you know, you're really, uh, you're still relying on them very heavily. And it's not to say that, you know, we want to get rid of the utility. That's that's not going to happen. Uh, and you can't, most people can't do that. Uh, having an off-grid system, we have a lot of customers that ask about that, is just mm -hmm. usually a very huge battery bank and system. Uh, but having the security and the way to curb and really manage your energy usage uh, is game-changing. and uh, you know, when people are thinking about getting an electric vehicle and maybe, you know, switching more to electric uh, from uh, gas or propane, uh, it's really something that it should be a part of that same purchase uh, process and, you know, wrapped up in there, right, with an electric car. Uh, we get a lot of people talking about the bi-directional uh, vehicle charging. Yeah. And, it's pretty cool. I, I think that it's great. I, I really, you know, that's just another level up for where we are going, uh, you know, as, as a whole humanity. <laughs> it's pretty yes. game changing. Yes. Uh, but I'm, I'm not really a huge fan of, of relying solely on that. And it's nice to have it in a pinch. Uh, and so if you're able to, uh, you know, you're home anyways, uh, you lose power. Okay. You have a bi-directional charge from your vehicle. But if you needed to drive away or you, you know, didn't want to deplete your battery fully, even even with like the F-150, I feel I feel like you're really shortchanging yourself by waiting for that, which I don't, it's not even fully available yet. Um, so for most of the car manufacturers that I've seen. Yeah. Well, in the. Uh... You know, Renee, that's that's a great one. You know, that's that's one of the reasons this world is so beautiful, right? Because it it provides people with so many options, and then so therefore, <clears throat> you know, uh, whether it's way to G or you know bidirectional, you know, it, it is it is good. Uh, whenever you know the industry is able to provide people with a with an option, that would be great. And for us, you know, our mission our mission is um when we when we look at this um you know power outage or things like this. And we said, well, you know, we really want to make sure we want to power your home no matter what happens. So that's actually our vision, uh, our mission. So we want to power people's home no matter what. And our company's name, Endure Energy, essentially is endurance. We want to make sure we have technology, we have energies for you, no matter what happens is endurance. 
I love the name uh, Indoor Energy. Uh, e squared uh, is is funny. Uh, one of our sales reps uh, had asked me, you know, is it E two? And I said, no, it's it's E squared. Is it Indoor Energy? <laughs> no. Well, like I love the, you know, I I love math, and so <laughs> that just appealed to the uh, to the kind of uh, nerd in me. <laughs> but um, you know, if I can say that, yeah. but. <laughs> You know, it's uh, it is exciting uh, in the world of energy storage, and you you are doing a lot of R and D too. So, uh, can you tell us a little bit about that process and uh, some of the products that you're you're working on for the future as well? Absolutely, absolutely. So, in in our blood, all of us, uh, all of, mo most of our team are engineers. So, when we started the company, we are all engineer. You know, we are in. Bay Area, so so basically, we're engineer, um, you know, in our in our mindset. So we started, um, uh, so we started our uh company with our first generation product to um to serve the residential market, and then uh, we are thinking, what is the pain point from the customer? What the customer is looking for? So therefore, we talk to a lot of customers like you, um, and then we ask them, hey. If you want to have an ideal product, what you are looking at? So the so what we heard from the voice of the customers are so number one, as an installer, as a customer, you want to make sure installation is super super easy. That's from the customer's point of view. Installation should be super super easy. The commission should be super super fast. And then in terms of um, technology, because it is a battery storage, you want to make sure this thing is safe. Safety is always number one. It's the single most important thing is this thing is safe. And it is, the you know, the quality is good. And then in addition, in terms of functionality, functionality-wise, uh, you know, in battery storage, we want to make sure this is a smart battery. And then uh, on the BMS part, you have good handle. And then um, if something's happening, if you want to update your, your firmware, you have a way to do this efficiently. So we take all of them into consideration. In addition, because we are majority of the customers in the US, and we want to make sure there is a data security and there is a cybersecurity. And then the data is within this country. And then if 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 you want to control or update or anything, communication should coming out of this country, should not coming outside of this country. If somebody is outside this country, they, if they want to turn off your battery, that would be a disaster, right? So you want to make sure you have cyber security and data security. And lastly, you know, service. If something is happening, is there anybody we can call right away within the states uh, seven days a week? So we heard all of them. So that's the reason when we when we put this thing together, we say, hey, how can we put together a very safe product? And how can we put together a product that can, say, update your BMS very, very easily? And how can we put together a product that um, you can install your product very quickly, say within 30 minutes, and then commission within 30 minutes. How can you do those? So we put all of those together. So we put together a product, our first generation product. Because basically, um, we we are able to, you know, we choose a LFP-based chemistry. So LFP-based chemistry, apparently it is the most safe, it's the safest chemistry within lithium-ion battery uh, technology. And then, um, uh, along, of course, that's the chemistry part. And then alongside in our manufacturing, we implemented a lot of um, manufacturing 
principle and discipline because we gain again so from solar we gain all those knowledge we only use grade a battery cells and then when we do manufacturing we do 100% of end of end of line testing and just want to make sure all each and a single every single battery packs out of factory it is meeting our expectation and so we do 100% testing most of the company I say 95% of the company, they don't do 100% end-of-line testing. They only do 20% end-of-line testing because of, um, say, money, the cost, and the time you have to spend on, on you know, the testing. We do charge and discharge, and we just want to make sure everything is um, is meeting our expectation. So things like this, this, and then bomb, for example. For bomb, within the battery pack, we only use, um, um, I say, either it's a grade A bomb or you know, it, it is, um, so it, I want to give you some example. For example, within the battery pack you have, we use one material called a PBDF. It is polymer material. And we use this material as, as one of the components in our battery pack. We only use fresh raw resin molded PBDF material. And then many people, they say, okay, so this is a polymer material. Why don't we just use recycled material? You can use you you can use recycled material to do this, but however, at the very beginning, within the first two years, you don't really see any difference. But after three years, you will see cracking out of those, you know, materials uh, made by recycled resin. We don't that's, do those. That's really interesting. So, uh, is it because recycled a polymer would have uh, potentially additional uh, uh, chemistries or, or compositions within it? Well, it, because it is recycled, you don't really know the history. Right. So therefore, you know, um, it could be good. It could be, you know, not so good. And so our experience is uh, if we use recycled material, after three years, highly likely you will see cracking. You may not see cracking, but there there could be a high possibility you will see crack. We don't do those. We pay attention to all those details. So each and, and every single bomb, we pay a lot of attention. We want to make sure everything we are, we know exactly. So we know because we warranty for 10 years, minimum 10 years. We want to make sure every and each single component is meeting and exceeding um, you know, the criteria. So those are the manufacturers. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Uh, that's a really good point, though, too, because you are holding the warranty for 10 years and then the battery lasts still long after that period. But, uh, you know, that's that just goes to show that you want to be you're around for a lot the long haul, you know, and you want to make sure that those products, uh, they have the solid warranty. They are uh, manufactured in the best possible, safest way that they're reliable and that customers can feel comfortable having them in their home. Uh, we do yeah. get quite a few people that ask about that. So uh, there's, uh, I wish, you know, part of what EcoDirect does is, you know, share this information with the public because uh, a lot of the thermal runaway that we've heard of and some of the large factory fires that have been in the news, uh, it was a different chemistry and didn't have the same uh, fire precautions that we do today. So UL 9540 and UL 9540A for the testing part of it is really uh, the gold standard to make sure that your your battery is safe and reliable and you can put it in your home and you don't have to put it in, you know, a cement, uh, you know, alcove <laughs> somewhere down the street. Uh, you, can, you can have it right in your garage and it's very safe. Exactly. Exactly. Imagine, say, for example, imagine if you put batteries in your backyard and your keys are, is running around, 
you want to make sure this thing is sturdy, safe. That's that, what that's you want to do. Too, yeah. Whether it's in the garage or or out in the yard. Exactly. Yeah. That's that's one sure. of. That's what we uh, what we will do. That's the reason in our manufacturing process we pay so much attention on those details. Each and a single bomb, we select bomb. We want to make sure they are durable. They are sturdy. They are meeting you know minimum ten years warranties. I can give you many many examples. Battery cell is one thing. You know BMS. BMS is another one. You know uh, on the BMS board there are so many electronic components. And you want to make sure. All those components is able to survive ten year minimum ten years, and if you think about your 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 phone, your iPhone or your your Android phone, right? Typically, after three years, five years, and you will up, update to another version, mm-hmm. right? So all those electronic components, and right now their lifetime probably shelf life probably is something like three years, five years, and if you think about on a BMS board, it's very similar. So we have to make sure all the components in the BMS. Is exceeding minimum ten years, so that's what we do, and uh, so battery cell, BMS board, and all the other components within the battery pack. We just want to make sure this thing is starting and meeting you know minimum ten years. I, and that's uh, I, that's extremely important. I think the cybersecurity piece is is also uh, vital for that. Uh, there's a lot of companies that uh, you can just purchase through from from overseas and. Uh, but you don't know exactly what you're getting. And and usually it's on the BMS side. So uh, the battery may be fine in and of itself, but the uh, the battery management system, uh, you don't know exactly what you're going to get. And it may not have uh, the closed loop or any uh, communication established with the inverter system that you're using. And Endura has uh, uh, several uh, inverter manufacturers that are compatible with. And uh, Solark is, uh, is one of the biggest ones that... Uh, we found and uh, or about that our installers are using and uh, your team takes such attention to detail. I I think it's worth noting that uh, recently we had our installer that was getting uh, they needed sixty kilowatt hours of capacity, and so uh, we used three uh, BU twenties uh, to achieve that. And uh, your uh, application engineer, Eric, uh, said, hey, uh, this system would actually be much better and have a better footprint if we used four of the BU-15s. I've already put in the bus bars to make that parallel connection for you. And so when you ship them to your installer, they're going to have pretty minimal work to do. And he he did that uh, just, you know, to to really help. And it went such a long way that uh, it just it kind of blew me away, uh, to be honest, on the service side of it. I just, I love that attention to detail and uh, think that it's absolutely important, uh, you know, for, you can have been in business since 2009. And uh, it's always been important for us uh, to make sure that the products that we're recommending to our customers are going to be there long-term. And, you know, we have seen some, uh, some of the larger players, uh, uh, more on the module side, I'd say, kind of fall out, but also on the battery. Uh, and, you know, sometimes that does happen, but moreover, you can vet out the good companies and make sure that you're partnering with the right manufacturers to deliver those uh, final consumerable goods. And uh, I think Indoor is uh, one of the, uh, the better quality solutions out there. Uh, and has a really competitive price point. 
that that's going to be huge, um, especially now with uh, with NEM three. Uh, you might not be getting as much power back from you know just your export uh, additional excess uh, power from your grid tie system. So you know, you're looking for an affordable, clean, reliable storage system that you can use, and Endor is just a great fit for uh, many of those applications and. I, I have no doubt that it's going to be uh, a pretty game-changing year uh, for you and your company. Yeah, so Renee, uh, I want to thank you for, for this comment. Um, we, um, you mentioned we pay a lot of de attention to, de to details. I have to say, we are really lucky. We built a great team here at Indra Energy. You know, Eric, Eric Mises, you just mentioned. You know, every see he's our director of quality management, and um, and we mirror our customer satisfaction. We have a quantitative way of mirroring customer satisfaction. And then when he, when when you give us a task, give us this opportunity for this sixty kilowatt hour project, and um, you know, Eric said, you know what? So we need to make sure this project because this customer has a few specific requirement, and he said well, we want to make sure. The installation and everything is one hundred percent. So he personally, he he uh, he uh, instructed, he constructed the whole project, the sixty kilowatt hour project in our lab, in our lab in uh, in Dallas, and with solar converter. And then he even ran through charging and discharging. He just want to make sure everything is is working one hundred percent before he ship it out to the customer. So that's the level of um, details our team is paying attention right now. Want to make sure everything we ship over to our customer is one hundred percent. It's huge. Uh, customer service. Uh, you know, I I've seen it uh, kind of lack with other companies, and uh, it's an unfortunate when that happens. But uh, you know that that does make a huge difference. You know, we're all looking to you know save money where we can. Right, that's the whole goal. We want to reduce our power bills and we want to have uh, good technology. But we do want to do it in an economical fashion. And uh, there are some companies out there that you know we we usually we tell our customers, hey, you know, why don't you do a little bit of research? They call their tech support line. And that's a great way to find out too. Uh, do they answer the phone? What's their response time with an email that you send if you had a question? Uh, and you know, are they going to be there? You know, whether it be now to tell you if your order is on the way and if it's shipping, or you know, five, ten years down the road uh, when you know maybe maybe you are looking to do an upgrade or something changes or may have uh, may have happened, uh, and you need that support. And it's just a. Uh, it's it's a level above, and uh, EcoDirect operates in that fashion too. I've, we are know, we are you know Renee, you mentioned this. We are so fortunate to work with partners like you, like EcoDirect. You know, you guys are paying attention to customers and and then servicing customers so well. You made a, a very good reputation, very high reputation in the industry. So we love to work with customers. Uh, you know, partners like this. Thank you. You know, it's it's been a really fun ride. Uh, you know, I I take so much pride and uh, in ownership in it uh, because uh, when I came into this industry, I I didn't know a lot about solar. I, I knew very little actually, and then I just spent hours and years and taking uh, uh, every vocational <laughs> battery course it seemed like that I could. 
And, uh, and you can learn how to do it. And uh, I, I certainly did and feel very confident making these recommendations to our customers. And we have application engineers on our staff. Uh, so, you know, for larger projects and more complicated uh, use cases, uh, we do have that level of support. And by strengthening our manufacturing partnerships as well, you know, we even have that secondary. So if we can't answer the question, we certainly know somebody that does. And it that's why a lot of our customers continue to purchase through us uh, because of the level of support that we provide. And we have great pricing and can, you know, back it up with great support. We ship it out pretty fast and batteries take some time to get out the door. Uh, but usually, you know, seven, 10 days on average. And if there's a lead time, let them know. <laughs> it's just uh, communication is key. And I, I think that's, that's really something that uh, a lot of people that I've noticed uh, are really taking uh, keen interest on. It's not, it's not all about getting the cheapest product out there. There are some people that want to, but moreover, people want to make sure that you know, when they invest the money, uh, because it's, it's not cheap, you know, when they make their investment, they're making a sound one. It's going to be fiscally sound. They're going to get a return on their investment. And, you know, it's something that's going to continue to work many years after the warranty expires. And mm -hmm. I just, uh, I'm really excited to see what else the industry uh, continues to do. And the high voltage part uh, is coming pretty soon. Yeah. So before I move on to the high voltage part, I just want to have this additional comment on customer satisfaction, customer support. You know, again, so our mission is to provide, is to power your home no matter what. And we really want to bring a, this state of mind people. And that's the reason when we, when we say customers, customer support, we provide seven days customer support. So not only you can call anytime, say within this country, uh, everybody, every time you call, there will be a person pick up the phone from the U.S. within this country. We provide, provide seven days support. Saturday, Sunday, you know, whenever, whenever you need, we have somebody to help you out. We just want to bring a, a peace of mind to our customer. That that's all we want to do. I, I think, and uh, that's really important. A lot of our installers, uh, again, uh, seasoned electricians uh, and even seasoned solar installers, are still relatively new to batteries. So, you know, having that additional level of support when they're on site and have a question and just want to make sure that they're doing it the right way uh, speaks speaks volumes uh, to that level of support. Yes. And, and it's needed. Uh, you know, if uh, when you have a question and if you can't get it answered, it can be very frustrating for both the installer and the homeowner. And, you know, we want to make sure that that uh, energy adoption rate sticks. So, you know, don't want people installing a battery system and saying, oh, it was, you know, too, too hard. It took me too long and you know, I don't want to do it again. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It was, it was really easy. It was simple. The customer was uh, beyond happy and yeah, let's do another one. And so uh, that's, uh, that's really, that's what a lot of people with the, with that level of support in our partnership are, are doing. And it's, it, it's a great time uh, to do it. But uh yeah, if you want to comment on the high voltage, I know a lot of people are are, are interested, both on some on the residential side, uh, but I see it more on the commercial. Uh, would you Would you agree with that? Just overall, I, I agree with that. Uh, on the on the residential part, typically what we see is um, say twenty kilowatt hour, forty kilowatt hour, sixty kilowatt hour, probably is max. 
Uh, but on the commercial part, we have seen a lot of customers that are asking 80 kilowatt hour, 120, you know, 200 kilowatt hour uh, in that range. Um, so for high voltage, so one of the one of the differentiation points from our product, again, so we are a technology company. We love to see challenges who so we can we can, we can work on engineering things. So when we start to work on at the very beginning, when we start to work on uh defining our product, we heard from the voice of a customer, we heard is a, you know, low voltage is great, and then the high voltage is also very, very much benef beneficial. And how can we do this in a very easy way? And then, uh, of course, the solution from the industry is, um, so there's one, one product line for low voltage. There's another product line for high voltage. And so therefore, they can do this, um, you know, whenever you have an application for high voltage, here you are. This is a product B. If you have a, a application for low voltage, here you are, is product A. But we take a different path. We say, hey, how can we simplify our customer's life? If our customer echo direct, if they carry our product, they want to serve customers, their customers, can we simplify their life and say, hey, I'm going, I'm going to only provide you with one single skill. And this one single skill is so universal. You can use this for either low voltage or high voltage. So therefore, you can minimize your operation. You can minimize your inventory. You can minimize your paperwork. Uh, make your side basically, we just want to make your life easier. Can we do that? And then of course, as an engineer, we love challenges like this. So we take this as a homework. We spend quite some time, and then so we come up with a uh, technology. So we are able to essentially we are able to deliver a product, and that can serve for both low voltage application and high voltage application. So therefore, uh, we are able to, for example, you mentioned partnership. So we are working, we are so fortunate to work with uh, partners like um, inverter partner, partners like uh, Solark. So they have low voltage inverter, which is uh, 8K, 12K and 15K. And they also, they, are, they have high voltage inverter, which is 30K and 60K. So our battery is able to work with both uh, 60k, 30k, and 15k and 12k and 8k. That's that's pretty next level. Uh, actually, when we uh, spoke about it a few months ago, uh, it was one of the first times that I had heard of uh, our manufacturer doing that and just making it so simplistic. So if you're going to wire it for 48 volts, here's your cell. And then if you want to wire it for high voltage, use that same cell and you just wire them in series. And here's how you do that. And that does make it so much easier. And it keeps it uh, safe and very building block style. So it's just, it's really easy to deploy. And uh, you you can mount them on uh, server racks. I think that's the most common uh, way that uh, I think, at least for our customer base, they're going to put them in uh, like their control rooms. And then, uh, you know, just inside, they, they generally have a dedicated place uh, for yeah. them. And, uh, you know, so I don't even think for many of them, you won't need the additional cost of an enclosure uh, and you could just server rack them. Do you, just from what you've seen in the market, do you think that'll be the case or do you think that uh, most people would want a type of enclosure? I'm just curious. Yeah, uh, that's that's the most case. Um, so for residential, we have an enclosure. So this enclosure is very unique and then the uh, in fact, most of our customer, if you look, if you talk to most of our customer, 
uh, they said, well, you know, number one, your your battery works performs very well, and and then in parallel, it just looks very good. It's very appealing. Uh, aesthetically, it's very appealing. It's very slick looking, um, and then um, you know, it just footprint is super super small. Uh, so that's it on does. the mustache part. It does look right? really good. <laughs> so right? it's, a, it's a nice looking case. Yeah. And then for, for commercial part, like you said, um, because the capacity is higher, so therefore server rack is a um, a very good option. And we have done this um, uh, with, um, in fact, recently we have done this with a customer. Um, very interesting. It is a, uh, it is for a barge pro uh, project. You know, it's, it's on the sea. And it's oh, on wow. the seas. Yeah, it's very interesting on the seas. So they want to, they are looking for a 240 kilowatt hour slash 120 kilowatt system. And then uh, all of a sudden we said, well, this is perfect. So we can provide with you, provide you with this 240 kilowatt hour and then with two solar 60K, perfect combination. Uh, so we put everything within the server rack. And then because it is on the sea, we want to make sure there's a, uh, we put together, also put together a cabinet. Uh, because we want to make sure the moisture, uh, you know, um, it is moisture proof. <clears throat> but in in general, solar rack is is a very good option for for CNI. Uh, that's. I wonder what they're doing on the barge. I don't know if you're at liberty to say, but that's. It seems like a very interesting use case to have it on yeah, the water. So, yeah. So they are uh, fishing. They are growing salmon. Uh, you know, it's very interesting. They have a huge barge there, and then they have a essentially they raise raise salmon in the sea, in the deep sea, and then that's so fascinating. <laughs> I mean, yeah, why not? You know, you certainly have enough space for it, but yeah, there's no power out there, so you know, you're feeding the fish, or I don't know if that's a part of it, but I'm just taking a guess. But that's I, that's... I don't really know the details details, but I'm just so fascinated. You know, they are raising the salmon in the sea. And then, uh, um, well, they are raising fish, all other kinds of fish in the sea. And then they have barges, and they want to, they need the power, and so therefore they, uh, they need the battery. Yeah. Initially, they, they use generator to do this, and then uh, we said, well, you know, um, with batteries, of course, you can minimize the use of your generator. You can still keep the generators in there as a backup. And you have solar panels on the barge, and then uh, you, know, you know it's perfect. With solar panel, you know in the daytime you store all the electricity into the battery, and you can use batteries throughout the day, and then uh, you know it is perfect. And then you basically minimize the use of diesel. You know, very economically is is very good, and then environmentally, you know, you just save diesel. You just don't use diesel. Uh, you feel good about it. You do, and and you don't have to uh, boat it out there. So I mean, you'd have to refuel it somehow. So you know, if you don't have to refuel the generator as often, uh, that's going to save time and money there too. And uh, I was looking at your website earlier, and you had a lot of good information for homeowners that are looking, or air installers uh, that are looking for lead acid uh, battery replacements. And the savings is uh, very considerable. Uh, so with a generator, recharging a lead acid battery bank will take uh, two twice as long. So you're really, you're cutting it down uh, significantly. So both on runtime, the amount of fuel that you need, and uh, you just have a system that's longer lasting and you can use more of the capacity. 
So it's, uh, I think we're actually going to be doing a pot, um, a webinar uh, with Nolan, and uh, we'll we'll probably air it for some of our installers that want to know more about the lead acid battery replacement. Yes, yes, it's uh, it's a big. Um, a lot of our customers have lead acid batteries because that's uh, you know back in two thousand nine to you know, right twenty fifteen or even sixteen that um, that's what they were primarily buying. And so now when there's so much LFP technology and just different lithium iron um, battery options, it's nice to be able to say, well, this is the size you need because it's not the exact same. So your amp hour, your kilowatt hour capacity of your lead acid system is not going to be a direct uh, relation to your uh, lithium uh, battery capacity uh, because you can discharge the battery so much more than a typical lead acid. Well, exactly, exactly. So, so I think right now the industry, everybody, basically reach a agreement. For lead acid, you discharge your batteries, you know, up to fifty percent DOD, and then for for lithium ion battery for LFP, you can discharge eighty percent or ninety percent. So for us, we we discharge at ninety percent. So um, so so therefore, it gave you a, a huge dis uh, advantage. Both on the capacity side, and uh, it just doesn't take that long to charge it. So the charge, the input, uh, the um, uh, the input current is much higher for lithium. So you're able to do it faster and and use less power doing it. But uh, the footprint's also smaller. Some of the batteries that our customers installed uh, back in the day, <laughs> uh, I mean, they were hundreds of pounds. You'd have to have machinery on site to be able to move them. So uh, nowadays, we're like, well, I could just pick this up and just move this by myself. Yes. Uh, it's pretty, it, it's definitely, it's game changing. And, uh, you know, I'm glad that we're in an era where it's uh, really more uh, clean energy and you don't have to worry about your batteries being gaseous and, uh, you know, them taking up a, a whole room of floor space, which a, a lot of them did. Uh, we had customers that would get 72, you know, two volt batteries for that size capacity. And they really, wow. the footprint on it was just astounding, but that's what they needed. I mean, at the time, um, that's that's what the best option was. And uh, that particular job, I know exactly who it is and I'm waiting for the time <laughs> when, uh, their batteries are going to go out. And uh, it probably will be a little while yet because um, uh, we sized it correctly. So, you know, it's gonna, it's going to last that amount of time for them, but uh, we're going to see a lot more of that where people now it's been that seven, uh, you know, to 10 years, some of them a little bit earlier, but where they're like, oh, okay, well, now that I have to replace my batteries, let's take a look. And the price is very competitive, if not lower in a lot of cases, uh, just because you also have to take into account uh, the interconnections uh, for your battery system and uh, just uh, uh, external busing and what type of technology you're using. So with uh, with lithium, it's, it's just simpler, easier, smaller footprint and uh, works for longer. So it's uh, I no doubt we're going to see more people moving in that direction. Yep. Uh, I do have a kind of a final question that I think uh, we get asked a lot. And so I'm curious uh, what, uh, what Endura does for customers that are they're looking to potentially get a secondary BMS, whether it's for down the road 
just in case. Uh, so you get a, we do get a fair amount of those, so, you know, just in case something happens. They don't think that it will, but in case it does, can they replace uh, the battery management system? And is that, is that an easy process? And are they able to get that, get a secondary one now? Or, or is it one of those things that it's just, it's not recommended initially, but you could get that if and when you need it down the road? Yeah. So for, for things like this, we also have a, we also hear uh, similar questions in the past from our customer. Our current thinking is um, we do not recommend our customer to do this. Uh, if if somebody has a need and we are always available, again, so we are available seven days a week, and and then so we are always available. I uh, I want to emphasize safety is number one, and whenever you want to do things for battery storage, um, this is a highly specialized area. And we want to make sure safety is number one. And if we want to do something, and and we have to, we we recommend to uh, make sure professionals, uh, PEs is is handling this. And then so we can, of course, we can we can help our customers handle handle this. We do not recommend our customers to do this themselves. Every uh, every other manufacturer is in the is with you <laughs> as well. So, yeah, I... we we want to. We want to bring a peace of mind to our customers. We do not want to, you know, if somebody want to do this um, for a hobby and then they can get in touch with us and we can say, okay, so come to our lab and we can show you everything. <laughs> play this thing in the lab. Do not play this thing in your home. <laughs> you know, and that's a, that's that's really awesome that you'd offer that. I hope that they'd be a good tinker. Uh, so, but there are people that, that are. So uh, it's nice that that'd be an option, but I agree with you, uh, you know, that, uh, the level of expertise needed to uh, do a BMS replacement is, is high. And so you should leave that to the manufacturers that know what they're doing. Yeah. But, uh, you know, we can both... do, by the way, so we can do this um, within, say, our people, we can do this within half an hour, within an hour. And we can, we can do this pretty, pretty easily. But we, again, so if somebody is interested, welcome to our lab and we can, we can play around. <laughs> but we do not recommend people to do this in their home. <laughs> I mean, 30, 30 minutes is pretty fast. I think that most people would find that a reasonable time frame. And, you know, even with the inbound and outbound freight, uh, that's that's a that's a pretty quick turnaround time. And uh, for for those that are looking for battery systems uh, pretty quickly, uh, the, the lead times are uh, pretty pretty non-existent, you know, just processing. And, uh, you know, so the batteries are in stock. You can get them through eKidirect. And uh, we're proud to even work with, uh, with the engineering team over at Indoor to make sure that, you know, it's sized correctly. And, of course, our team will be reviewing that and we'll make sure that your permit plans are dialed in. You have the wiring schematics and uh, everything is sound. So when you do place the order, uh, you'll receive it within two to three weeks is typically what we, what we tell our customers. And, uh, and that's usually because they're getting solar panels racking <laughs> and uh, all of the other components as well. But uh, I'm glad that working together has proved to be uh, so easy. And I'm I'm just really excited uh, to see uh, what else we do this year and uh, continue getting our installers and homeowners on board. Absolutely. And and once again, Renee, thank you so much for having me on this uh, on this show. And uh, like I said. Uh, you know, we are so fortunate to uh, work, be able to work with uh, partners like you, uh, like Solar, like, uh, you know, a lot of others, Longi, for example, as well. And then uh, 
we wanted we have a reputation uh, in the industry in the past uh, over a decade and then so therefore we want to we want to maintain that reputation we want to continue to do those our name is more than anything so we we want to do everything we can to make sure our customer is happy that's everything that's all we want to do and i want to make sure see when when our kids asking us to say hey uh, what that what do you do um professionally i can very proud and tell tell them you know we are doing something to make this planet renewable make 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 this planet you know green uh, and then uh, so we can leave a better place for our next generation for the future so I, I couldn't agree more with you on that. We're together, we're facilitating facilitating the path to clean energy, and it's it's a great place to be in. I want to say I'm inspired by many many of your comments. You mentioned, you know, you self self taught for many many, you know, technologies within solar within energy storage. I'm just I'm just inspired. You know, we we <laughs> transition from solar to energy storage is the same thing. It's all learning. It's all new things, right? So it's 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 really uh, inspiring. Thank you. You know, I I never uh, I didn't really think that I would have like that. I mean, I always I'm an environmentalist, and so I always had a really uh, strong interest in solar and other renewable energies. Uh, but with the storage side specifically, I just. I love the independent power, so independent energy for all, and being able to have uh, have a company that that's really our mission is to is to make sure that people have independent energy uh, storage and independent energy power, like wherever they are, uh, for anything that may came, come their way. I uh, just. Uh, just really drives me. And it's it's been really exciting and the technology just keeps changing and getting better. And yeah, take courage. Um, it takes courage, right? Take, you have to be brave enough to, uh, to learn those new things and to, to explore into the unknown. But that part is, is very inspiring. I just want yeah. to say that. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't, uh, I'd, I'd be lying if I said it was easy <laughs> to do. Uh, you know, it took a lot of time, and uh, you know, at some parts we're we're pretty um, uh, not risky, but you do you do have to take a leap of faith, uh, especially when you're doing within with your company and with other people involved. And uh, fortunately, we've we have a great team, uh, and everyone works super well together. And we have the the support side, the engineering uh, side, and uh, just from logistics and to our sales team. Uh, you know, everyone uh, really has shares the same vision, and it makes it it makes it really easy and enjoyable to go to go to work every day. And and our customers are great. <laughs> so of course you want to keep your customer happy. For our listeners or any of our customers and scholars that want to know more, uh, we are going to be hosting uh different webinars uh, that discuss uh, system sizing, design, uh, which uh which system that you should go with per each application. And so uh EcoDirect has a focus on education, and that's uh, along with our reputation, what we want to be known for. For doing it the right way. It's not always going to be the cheapest way, and maybe the cheapest way isn't the best way. <laughs> so uh, it's uh, you know, stay tuned, and uh, any feedback uh, that you have, uh, please feel free to uh, reach out to us. And uh, my friend Bo, uh, thank you very much again for joining today. It was a real pleasure. I 
speaking with you. And I'm glad that we were able to uh, learn more about you and provide that uh, for our customer base. So uh, thank you again. Thanks, thanks, Renee, for the opportunity. You're very welcome. Have a great rest of your day. We'll see you again soon. Yeah. All right. Take care. <laughs> thank you. Too. Bye.